Hello and welcome everyone to the first ever episode of Talk That Good Shit. I'm your host, DJ, and with me today is a good friend of mine, Dan. Dan, how are you going today? Hello. I'm going pretty decent, all right? Looking forward to, uh, yeah, looking forward to discussing the topic ahead. Yes, it seems uh, kind of uh, fitting that our first episode would be talking about the first stop on the road to WrestleMania. Indeed. Actually, one of my uh, one of my favorite shows of the year. Is oh, no, definitely. The unpredictability. That's it. So, the Royal Rumble. Another pay-per-view this year held in front of a whopping zero attendance, but... um. This will be interesting, right? Because I've seen a couple of people talk about this, and it's just like one of the big draws. And I actually, like, I've had no problem with no crowds, but I actually can understand where they're coming from this one. Because one of the big draws about the Rumble is having everyone there, and you get the countdown going, it's like 10, 9, 8, and gets excited for the next person. It's like, we're not going to have that this time. So that's going to be really interesting to see how that's done. Yeah, that's it with the uh, piped in crowd. So all the pops are going to be uh, whatever they want them to be. <laughs> You mean like the popped-in uh, holy shit chant for the Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Hell in a Cell? <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, like, I'm sure they just pulled those sound sound bites from a uh, 2K Games back library there. You know what? That's not inaccurate. Considering I think I saw a video back, would have been a few weeks ago now, where it was during just a generic Raw match. Can't even remember who it was. But they've taken that audio and then they've matched it up with audio from just plays during one of the games. <laughs> and it's near identical. <laughs> Even to the extent where in those games, when it really simmers down, you still have the random yelling people that just shout out. Hey, feels authentic, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say with some of the product that we get, it feels like a 2K match. You know, where's the lie? It, it's got to be the same thing, right? Because of the whole COVID situation, we're only going to get to have like six people. So it'll be like every minute and a half and then six people enter and then it'll be like eight minutes before number seven comes in. That's it. It's every minute and a half, unless the story deems someone needs to be there in 30 seconds. <laughs> you mean the Great Kali? Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. it. It takes the Great Kali 30 seconds to get there, so we'll only make it a minute before he goes. I remember I was watching one the other day. I say the other day, it was a couple months ago. And we were going through it with a couple of friends, and the countdown happened. I think it might have been Kali. It might have been Titus. I can't remember. And then the countdown popped off again. And I was like, that's been like 20 seconds. What do you mean? <laughs> No, they're, they're not as strict on the timer as I think they used to be. Yeah. Whenever Kevin Dunn decides that are uh, boring. I mean, we haven't always decided on the on the minute and a half. Because, like, Undertaker's entrance takes, like, three minutes alone. And no then... one runs in halfway through. <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you let him do the whole entrance? Or do you just wait till he gets in and then count down? That's it. No, it's like, um, what rumble was it? Where the ramp was so big, people, some people just got driven in on those, like, moving rings. Oh, um, I know they did that at Mania 3, but they did have the Rumble with that recently. Yeah, I can't like, like, I think it was the greatest Rumble. One. I think it was the greatest Rumble, where they're at the top and they do their pose, and it cuts back to the ring, and it cuts back to them, and they're already at the ring at the ramp, outside uh, the ringside. And then when you had the big panning shot, you see the car going up the ramp. Yeah, like... I can't remember which one that was. I think it may have been the greatest Rumble. Hilarious. <laughs> Can't believe that. But then they still had some guys actually do the walk to the ring. You mean Titus World Slide? Although, right, I saw a thing the other day and I was like, what's the funniest rumble moment to ever happen? And a lot of people were commenting that and I was like, so hold on, if you're going to include that, does that mean the greatest rumble counts as a rumble? Which means Braun Strowman has won a Royal Rumble? Are you going to admit that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, hey, not only did he win a rumble, he got a trophy and a championship. I mean, 
a championship that technically doesn't exist anymore. But yes, he did get one. Hey, it may be a it may be a retired championship, but he is the one and only holder. <laughs> that is true. And he is undefeated for that championship. <laughs> All one match. <laughs> That's it. So you know, that was like three years ago. You could almost say that uh, he's one of the greatest champions to grace the ring. Three-year reign, just saying. Just, I was going to say, that's a Hulk Hogan title reign in the uh, 80s. He's going for that fabulous Mueller reign. Oh, my God. <laughs> He'll hit 2028 and he'll still have it. That's it. He'll come back out with the green strap. Oh, no. Wave it around. He'll, he'll win the Universal title again, right? So he'll be two-time champ, and then he'll come out with the green belt, and oh my god, Braun's a double champ as well. Yeah, that's it. What <laughs> title do you want to challenge for? This green thing? <laughs> you sure? <laughs> oh, no. You're definitely right, though. The Rumble is probably general throughout the anticipated events. Yeah. Just yeah. for the... the uh, it's almost like a reset on whatever's going on. Like, if they're not happy with what's going on in the crowd, fan how we're taking it. Like, oh, this person won the Rumble, but you didn't expect that. I mean, we've kind of done that before, right? Like 2012, Chris Jericho came back and we saw like, oh my God, it's going to be Jericho. Jericho's going to win. And I was the same. I thought Jericho was 100% guaranteed it's over. He's won it. And apparently, allegedly, so many people basically figured out that Vince just went, no, I don't want that anymore. And then went to Sheamus and everyone's like, wait, Sheamus won? Since when? I like to think Vince has a giant poster with all the talent hit like, everyone they've got signed and he throws a dart at it and that's how he decides the rumble winner <laughs> you know what was better was as you were just starting to say that i've hit to the exact scene <laughs> but if roman's not a champion leading into the rumble the picture of roman is dead center but it's like on an a4 paper it was like as I, I brought up to someone the other day and i was like man it's gonna be real interesting they can't rely on roman reigns to be the last guy out wait i've got it jay uso <laughs> Jey Uso with a few more tribal tattoos. He's basically Roman, right? Yeah, He's that's like it mini all. Roman. <laughs> all he has to do is hit a Superman punch and a spear, and it'd be believable. Exactly. So they'll, no I said, like, they'll use Jey Uso as the Roman Reigns spot of the last guy getting eliminated this year. <laughs> no, Ro- Roman will just enter the Rumble anyway. <laughs> you know what? I've seen a couple of people saying that that's what they think will genuinely happen because Brock did it last year. I was like, Brock Lesnar was a different situation. First of all, that's Brock Lesnar. Like, that's yeah, the that's reason. It. Brock Lesnar got his however many minutes he was in the Rumble to shine. And that's what Brock Lesnar wanted. <laughs> and he got I, I just want to... How many, how many dream matches we got left here? Oh, about 20? Can I just knock half of them out straight away in the Rumble? <laughs> Literally, knock half of them out straight away. It's what he did. <laughs> like, the only person that spent a little time in the ring with Brock before Brock eliminated him, what, Shelton was there for a little bit? Uh, Kofi, Kofi lost it a little bit, because it was, that was just after Brock had beaten him for the title. That's it, and Kofi was still in there with, um... Was Kofi still in there when Drew came out? No, no, no. So Kofi was there with Big E and Rey Mysterio, and then they went yeah. out, and then it was Ricochet, because Brock had just kicked ricochet the week before I, I don't care what anyone says that's one of my favorite moments just the the drew mcintyre claymore i was so excited yeah see that that was one of those matches that it was either going to go brock was going to get the whole way to the end and win or he was going to be eliminated by the winner yeah that that's what it was the second he went out it was like that's who's winning i guarantee it yeah like okay drew just eliminated brock lesnar who's going to eliminate drew now 
Yeah, well, Roman came out, and everyone was like, oh, no, it's going to be Roman. And the second that Claymore connected with Drew, uh, with Roman, it was like, it's over, Drew won. Yeah, no, it was, Um, I think last year's Rumble was better than what a lot of people gave it credit for. Yeah. I think I, a lot I, of people bunch Brock Lesnar up with part-timers. I think when Brock does come back, he's not in the same boat as your regular part-timers still. Yeah, it's it's a hard situation. Like, he's on his own sort of little island, like, where he's not full-time, but he's also not part-time. You got to get Brock to actually want to put on a match. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I think someone else has mentioned that previously, where it was like, if Brock wants to work with you, like he'll do every anything and everything, and he'll put you over. Like with the whole Drew McIntyre story leading up to Mania. Yep. Or even like when he first came back, and it was like him and Cena. Yeah. And he destroyed Cena. I think at the Extreme Rules was it. Uh, yeah, yeah, 2012. Two rules. big dudes beating the shit out of each other, and that's what Brock wanted to do. Well, what was, what was uh, Big E say? Big meaty men slapping meat. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Then you, uh, you turn to, like, the podcast, the Stone, uh, Stone Cold yeah, podcast. Yeah, Stone Cold podcast. Dean or John now, but, you know, clear Brock did not want to work that match. It was also, like, I understand that that, that really sucks for, uh, for Ambrose. I'm just going to call him Ambrose. Probably easy to about that in the WWE context. But it's just like, I understand he was really upset about that and he wanted to do all this stuff, but it was like, you also got to remember that Brock was preparing for a UFC fight. And I was like, if something had happened in that match, like anything at all, that could have put that big payday in jeopardy. And at the end of the day, it's like, it is about the money. And Brock wanted to make sure he was going to get paid for that fight. Because that was going to be his fight against um, Mark Hunt, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the one. And at the end of the day... No matter what Brock uh, through the WWE, I think one UFC fight pays him with one match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like, as I was gonna say, I mean, to be fair, it is like a lot of money that they can have over there at the UFC. Yeah, especially for like super fat. Yeah. Because Brock was going to go in, I feel like originally, or he may have still gone in as WWE champion, wasn't he? Did he uh, drop it just before? No, he dropped it to, he dropped it to Seth, I think, with the money in the bank cash in. And uh, then he entered the Rumble to try and get the shot, ended up fighting John Moxley, and then after that he did the OC fight, came back and did the stuff with Goldberg, and got right. the Universal title. That's right. Really, when you talk about it, Brock's like super still in with all the Rumble. Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of people claiming they reckon Brock Lesnar's going to come back and he's going to win the Rumble this year, and I was like, I mean, it would make him two-time. That is something I could see them doing, but I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think uh, I think it would take a lot of money, and I don't think this is the um, this has been the year where they want to spend too much money. On, like, yeah, as, as well, it's to. like you got to remember, like there's no crowd still. Like we'll have limited crowd for WrestleMania, and while I'd love Drew to get that big, massive Mania moment spotlight, like it's it still isn't it. Like the Brock Lesnar thing that happened, we moved yeah, on from that. That's exactly it. So no, I think um, one of the things that happened recently that i want to talk about is the uh return of wwe backstage yeah, i know i only got told about this i think yesterday where it was just like a passing message and i was like sorry what and then i was on reddit and i saw like a a joking post about it and i was like is this actually real is this actually happening yeah that's it and obviously you know fox not affiliated with uh the e at all <laughs> know that they're able to bring renee back which i think is the best thing they could do for that show, to be honest. That is true. Um, keep her there because that, you know, really was one of the shows that was pivotal that she was there for. 
Yeah, well, it was like she was the constant, not not backstage interview, but like the host of all the all the shows during yeah, that time yeah. until I think they built up. I think it's Kayla Braxton who does it now for the pre shows and the main shows. But yeah, now she's able to actually you know move on, and this isn't anything to do with the WWE, and she's no longer affiliated with them. She'll able, you know, she'll be able to actually bring herself in and not like the WWE that she needs to be. Exactly. And I actually saw, I, I saw a interview the other day with John Moxley and it was a case of, he said like, oh, you know, never say never. And I was like, look, I understand he's still under contract. And he's going to do the story with Kenny and Megan and all that stuff. But just, just imagine next week, like entrant, I don't know, 24, like 20 is Seth and Seth's doing his thing. And then 24 is just Dean Ambrose. I was like, that would have been hilarious. Well, that's like, who is it? It's Eric Rowan. Yes. He's is he still signed with WWE or is he let go recently? He was like, I know he was let go from the, like furloughed from the COVID situation, but I don't know what happened after that. Like I saw he was recently, apparently he was recently on All Elite. I didn't see uh, it. Because okay. I didn't I'm just looking him to. up here. And um, as but, of 20, after his final feud with Daniel Bryan, he was released. Yeah. Because it was just like a, they, due to COVID, they weren't going to be doing house shows. So there's no need to keep the house show crew. And like some of the guys that were on TV were also let go during that period. And it was just like a, you know, that just kind of sucks. Like there's no other way to say it. Yeah, that's exactly it. So he's basically since like last year, he was just doing independent stuff. And I think the last dynamite of the year, um, he appeared on AEW. I don't think it's signed with, I think it's just, um, that was an appearance for the Brody Lee show. With yeah, that's the last thing I heard about it. It's certainly fitting to have him show up. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. No, that was really good of them to do that. But no, I think I think the big thing is, and it was a something said by I want to say it was a quote from Triple H that it's legitimately they are happy to work with anyone. But I do think that's a big. We are happy to work with anyone, but there needs to be a massive payoff for us. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like that's how things work normally. It's just. How is this going to benefit both parties? Like, hey, you get to do what you want. And, you know, like the CM Punk situation and after Mind Bank 2011, where it's like, we're going to give you what you want. And you're going to be the main eventer and this stuff and that stuff, what you want. But in return, this is what we're going to want. And rah, rah. And then like his issue was still that John Cena is number one. It's like, well, to be fair, that's John Cena. I understand you want to be number one as well. But like, it's John Cena. No one's going to overtake him at that, at time. that time. John Cena was, you know, he, he was there. Like that was his. That was what yeah. he did, apart from the occasional movie every now and then. But it was it's still full-time WWE. Nowadays, where is not? <laughs> I mean, I saw the WrestleMania announcements, and I was just like, I don't even know what I'm watching, but it's somehow hilarious. Could we see maybe some guys from other, you know, other companies this year? I don't think so, not entering the Rumble. It'd be cool to see, especially well, being that it seemed like they're so low on numbers at the pay-per-view anyway. <laughs> Well, it's what I saw. Like, there was a discussion a couple of weeks ago. And it was like, if you could take one person, you only get one entry. So 29 guys are going to be whoever they want. You get one entry for some other promotion. Who do you put in each Rumble? And I remember I commented, and I was like, if you want to know who I put in this year, I think I said this year I'd put in uh, Jay White from New Japan. But then I was like, last year, for instance, I said, you know, it'd be hilarious if you did for 2020 was Cody Rhodes. Because All Elite had just started and you put Cody in there. Everyone knows who Cody Rhodes is. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, the whole Jay White situation in New Japan, I don't know what's going on with that. Because apparently his contract was coming up and he has a chance to potentially appear in the Rumble if he signs with WWE. But I think he was weighing up his options between New Japan, WWE, and where he wants to go. No, I think you're right. I think, like, during, because you know how um, 
New Japan, they do like these uh, press conferences and all that sort of stuff, which I I do watch them because I honestly think they're uh, pretty entertaining, you know, right after a pay-per-view and you get the guys sitting yeah. there talking and, you know, even at that press conference, he made it clear that he was done. That was the thing, right? When he did that interview and it was just like the, you could hear in the voice where it's like, oh, you know, I'm done and rah, rah, rah. And it's just like, it was that perfect blend of, is this real or is this just a storyline? Like, I don't know. Is this a shoot or is this a work, brother? Like, pretty accurate. And so I'm just sitting here, I'm like, I don't think he'll leave New Japan. I would love to see more of him, but I don't think he'll leave New Japan. I think he's really good where he is right now. Yeah, well, that's it. It was, um, because that was, uh, he just lost the, uh, what did he just lose? Uh, he lost the main event of Wrestle Kingdom to Kodo Bushi. Yeah, that's it. So it's like, it makes sense that he would have that attitude. Exactly. Like, hey, you had this thing, and it was the, the greatest thing you could have had, the easiest opportunity you would have had, and you blew it. Like, it's gonna, he's going to be broken and, oh, distraught and everything. His world's crumbling around him. Exactly. So I don't know if he'll move around or, you know, that I feel like it always comes to about this time of year anyway, where we always see, like, you know, a bunch of different wrestlers all leaving the companies that they're in. Their contracts expire. They get written off a TV. And it, it's always around the rumble. And it also comes into the fact of, like, we used to have it, like, not as much. We was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if this person, that person turned up? And then it was 2016. They actually did a documentary on this. I haven't watched it yet. But they did the documentary when AJ Styles turned up. And I was like, see, that's, like, that's the ideal debut that you want to have is it's the Royal Rumble and you turn up and everyone knows who you are and they're all going crazy and everything like that. So it's just like, I think since the AJ Styles debut in 2016, like that's where that really picked up of, oh, who's going to be next to do that sort of thing? Yeah, exactly. I think that uh, keeping keeping new arrival with the Royal Rumble or making sure the Rumble is where they come out is definitely a good way of uh, kind of increasing the you know, the, the momentum behind this yeah. person coming Yeah, because they did that last like, you know, year not... with, uh, even though he was in NXT, but they did it last year with Keith Lee. Like, they had the whole Keith Lee and Roman Reigns thing at the Survivor Series, and then he turned up with Brock Lesnar, and it was like, this guy here is keeping up with Brock freaking Lesnar? Like, that's a pretty big deal. This guy's a guy to watch. Like, that's important. That's it. And I think as well, it's like, if you debut at the Rumble, it's not expected that you're going to win the Rumble. Exactly. Like, I think watching AJ debut and then he went to wrestlemania against yeah. jericho i was expecting him to settle into the mid card and did the stuff with jericho was... and then he went up and he fought roman for the titles like you know this is the typical stuff that your new debut guy is going to do just replace jericho with dolph ziggler but normally that's how things pan out you come in you do the big thing if you would dolph or corbin and then you go up to the main event you have your world title match and then you settle back down to the mid card until you come back up again and the thing for aj was he came in, he did all that because he was so high up here. And right here is when John Cena came back and Cena didn't have anybody. And that's when they put AJ with Cena. And I think that one win at SummerSlam where AJ beat Cena, that's what solidified him in the top main event pitcher. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you have to pick up one. To get and stay in that position, you have to get that big. Because it was like, and for AJ, it was definitely Cena. Because like for Shinsuke, I see a lot of people bring about Shinsuke Nakamura, and I was like, would I have liked him to win the world title? Yeah, it would have been nice. But it was like his one was the Rumble win, and even though he didn't win the title, it was like after that, everything that came after that for the next four or five months when he was feuding with AJ, like that was some of the best stuff Shinsuke was doing until recently. And that's it. It was uh, he may not have won the title, but he went into it for the championship anyway. Yeah, like he had the big WrestleMania title match. Like there's only two every year. And he did the turn, and you know, he had his turn, 
like he went from everyone loves him, you know, to no, everyone also loves AJ, but now he's gone and turned on AJ. Exactly. It's like then we got that more dark Nakamura with the more heavier Which, theme. I'll be I'll be honest. I'm surprised that he didn't win the title during that period. Like when he turned, I thought 100 like he's going to pick up the title during this reign. Like this is the point he'll pick it up. And I understand why they didn't do it because apparently they didn't do it because the game was coming out and AJ was the cover of the game that, that year. So I was like, oh, you know, the champ's got to that like the cover star's got to be the champ. That's going to sell more games and blah blah blah. I was like, I understand from a business perspective, but like. To me, I felt Shinsuke should have won the title at some point in that feud. Oh yeah, for sure. And like, I mean, this year, we, last year, I suppose we were we got to avoid the game <laughs> influencing who was going to be on the cover and who was going to be the. I mean, like know, the guy, right? Like, if they brought out the game anyway, I'm almost certain it would have been Drew McIntyre, regardless. I'm also certain if they did, it would have been just as good as the year. Oh before. yeah, good in quotation marks. Yeah, that's it. Like, thank God they skipped a year. But now I'm already seeing them talking about they're going to release one fourth quarter this year. And I'm like, seriously? Oh, I don't know. Oh, no. I don't know. No, guys. And I think they, they've changed producers of the game, but it's still going to be the same company. Exactly. It's just like, no, guys, oh. like you need to. And I brought this up to someone the other day. I was like, they need to take this step back like Assassin's Creed did because they were doing yearly or every two years of a game. And then they took that big step back and went, let's just redesign the whole thing from the ground up. And then we got Origins and it was fantastic. And that's where they're going now with Origins and Odyssey and Valhalla. And it's like, that's what you guys need to do. You need to take that big step back and start from scratch again. Yeah, let's not keep trying to build on what we had because really the last good game you released was not the game you're going to go back to. Exactly. Um, I think the talk is that people preferred 2019's control style, which was years. Yeah. Um, So they want to go back to 2019 to build with. I'm like, 2020 from 2019. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's time we take a step back and go, we need to make a serious decision. Do we want to go simulator? Do we want to go arcade? Exactly. Because it's We've like been going down the line for years and it's like... Because this is what I bring up. This is things I bring up with people where it's like, I like the 2K series for the realism and I can be fantasy booker and I can do what I want and rah, 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 and do, make the show how I want to make it. But then... You can't be the GM. <laughs> accurate. But then it's just like... <laughs> When we get to other ones, it's like playing Battlegrounds or All-Stars. It's like, that's just crazy, stupid fun. That's all that is. And sometimes that's all you want. But you can't have both. Yeah, so that's a pretty big one. But it's like, they brought in Universe Mode. And it's like, oh, Universe Mode is fantastic. You know, you get to do this, this, and all this stuff. And it's fantastic and all this stuff. But you're missing the reason why we want it. That That core element of that style is still missing. And it still doesn't feel like we're in control because the game is trying to simulate it and you have to keep changing it. Exactly. That's it. It's like, we want, we want GM mode. We want to be able to put, put shows together. And then at the end of the show, get that, you know, the, this is how well the show did. Yeah. Cause it's like, you have people going on about, for instance, all it versus NXT in the ratings, but it's like that competition is what you want. Where it's like you run SmackDown and you fight raw or fight NXT and you put your show on and then the computer does their show and it comes out with the ratings, like calculated total. And it's like that level of competition is what you want to try and replicate. Like, I want to feel like I'm fighting someone here to have the best show. Yeah, that's it. Or I mean, like even on, um, you know, up, up, down, down, where they're doing the GM mode, you know? Yeah. Creed versus Breeze. I enjoy watching that just for the sole purpose of, you know, it comes back and it's like, this is how well the show did. This is the rating on each match. Exactly. 
like, you know what? These two guys just don't work well together, no matter what you do. And it's like, well, that feels... Although I still laughed at my parent in one of the 2K games. My first five-star match I got in that game was Natalia versus Naomi. I was like, why was that five stars? (laughs) That's okay. 2K20, I put on a five-star match with Ribby. Sure. (laughs) You know, Ribby, the rib mascot from fucking Memphis, Tennessee. (laughs) He put on a five-star match. (laughs) Meltzer was on crack that day. You know what? That's not inaccurate. Speaking of which... I suppose we should probably look into uh, talking about the actual show itself, right? Yeah, the actual event that we're meant to be covering. All right. So, getting into the Rumble, um, four matches announced. Oh, cool. Four whole matches, and we're just a little over a week away. Yeah, yeah, I've got a countdown here, seven hours and like 20... Oh, sorry, seven hours. Wow, I wish. No. It's... (laughs) Seven hours? Seven days and 23 hours until it's showtime. So I suppose we'll leave the Rumble matches to last since we've probably got the most amount to say on those. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll start with um, McIntyre and Goldberg. A singles mm-hmm. match, nothing special about it for the WWE Championship. Now, I'm not expecting a Goldberg match to have a stipulation. Like, I'm not seeing Goldberg come into, like, a uh, street fight or something Just like that. last door standing. <laughs> but, you know, like... Wasn't expecting too much of a uh, yeah. It's just show with this one. I see it, this is the Brock Lesnar. It'll be a five to ten minutes, right? This is the Brock Lesnar situation of just it's big guys beating the piss out of each other. That's what it is. That that's exactly it. And it's you know what Goldberg at this point does have a uh, a sort of like come and go mentality where it's, he'll come in leading into WrestleMania, he'll win a title, go to WrestleMania, maybe lose it depending on who he goes up against. Yeah. And then it'll disappear again. Yeah, right. So this is interesting because, like, I've looked at it and I've thought this out, and this actually will go into the Roman Reigns one later, uh, the Roman match. But it's like, when I look at this and I look at the Rumble and it's like, you guys got to remember, we're still going to be like 70 days or something like that, like eight weeks from WrestleMania. Still a long time till we get there. So do you have Goldberg be the champion during that whole period because logically he should defend it or he's got to find a contender uh, at the Elimination Chamber. And the more I look at it, the more I think about this, the more I'm just like, this is the match I think they wanted to have last year, but Drew McIntyre was Roman Reigns. And it's just, if we're not going to be able to have that, let's do the next best thing. So I look at it and I'm like, in every angle and every way I try to look at this, I could be wrong. But I don't see where Goldberg as world champion fits into this scenario. Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel like Goldberg holding a title that long. And we're in a period of time now where it's, you know, there's no fan interaction at live events. Um, you know, we're, he- we're going to head into Elimination Chamber. And are we going to expect to see Goldberg either A, compete in an Elimination Chamber match? Exactly. Or is it going to be for the title? Exactly. I mean, the, we... We bring up the thing that, well, there was a period of time where you've got to defend the title once every 30 days, otherwise you get... Yeah, so I saw, I saw a lot of people bring this up, and it's, it's weird, right? Because they bring it up when it's convenient to them, essentially, as someone said. They bring it up when it's a guy like Daniel Bryan <laughs> who's injured and can't compete. But I saw, I actually saw this rule, it was actually at an independent show, but it was actually, I saw this rule get implemented, and the official rule actually states that if you are not medically cleared... You have 30 days to get healthy enough to defend the title. Otherwise, you'll be stripped of it. That's apparently what the rule is. They've never specified the medically cleared part. 
But that's apparently what the rule is, which is why Brock Lesnar got to get away month after month doing nothing because he can wrestle. It's just he's not. That's it. <laughs> no, that's a yeah, that's a, that's a pretty big uh, asterisk in that rule that no one brings up. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just like, okay, well, this is this is weird, but yeah, it's I don't know, right? To me, the only result I see is Drew McIntyre winning, and I think I brought up where it's like the match begins, Goldberg hits a spear. He hits the second one. He hits the jackhammer. Everyone freaks out. He goes for the pin. Drew kicks out at one because that's what Drew does. Goldwing goes through. And afterwards, Goldwing just picks him up, goes for another one. Drew slips out the back, off the ropes, hits the Claymore, pins Goldberg. Who cares? Drew won. No one cares. At least the first Drew match. Won. Yeah, this is the first match Goldberg has had since the match with Taker, right? He had the match with he had the match with Braun at Mania last year where he lost the Universal title. And the match with Bray Wyatt, where he took the title. And I I think the Taken match was... Lo- no, he had the Dolph Ziggler match, where he murdered Dolph. And then Dolph kept getting up and, you know, asking for more murder. And he got murdered more. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I wanted, I don't even know if Go- Goldberg will go for a jackhammer. Yeah, it's just... That's that's my thing, right? Because it's... he. It was a really bad one, but he did do one to, to Bray Wyatt. But it's like, I understand Bray Wyatt's a bit of a bigger dude. But it's just like a... I don't know. But to me, I think that's what they want to go for is like he's the second he hits the jackhammer, it's over. Oh my god. He like Brock Lesnar didn't kick out of it. And then because it's Drew McIntyre and it's what he does, he just kicks out at one. Everyone gets excited because oh my god, he kicked out at one. No, that's a, that'll be a match that I'll be interested to see. Um, because I can see it going either way. This was a match I specific like I said to a group chat the other day and I went, look, the match itself I don't care about. How it ends, who the winner is, that's what I care about. So it's just it, it's just meant to be a big money match, and that's cool. It's Goldberg, it's Drew, thumbs up. But just, yeah, I don't see any way Drew McIntyre does not walk out as the winner. So you're reckoning Drew McIntyre is going to walk away retaining? I reckon Drew retains. Although, that does bring up the question, because I just looked down at the picture here, and I just remembered from this past Raw, I don't think he'll do it. But apparently Miz threatened <laughs> to cash in money in the bank. I don't think he'll do it. Now, that's another thing entirely. Like, if we're looking at it as the Miz cashes in, who's to say Goldberg doesn't win by, like, skin of his teeth? Like, he just barely beats This Drew. is something I saw a friend bring up the other day, and it was like, Goldberg ends up beating Drew, and then Miz cashes in, and Miz wins it. Are we upset that Drew lost? Or are we upset that Miz is now the champion? Because then we can go to Elimination Chamber and it's Drew McIntyre and The Miz. Exactly. And I was like, it does, it's a very roundabout way to get there. It gets money in the bank out of the way. You get Miz with a title reign, like all this cool stuff. I could see it happening. But after what happened with TLC, I don't think that's the way they're going to go. I also don't see Goldberg being overly excited about, oh, you're going to win the match, but then you're not going <laughs> to. And then you're going to lose to The Miz. champion. You're going to get cashed in on. And then you can go home, Bill. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm just like, I don't know. I just, I think Drew wins. Basically, no matter which way I look at it, I don't think Goldberg leaves as the champion. That's the way I should say this. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. No. I've got Drew with a backup of Miz. <laughs> a match that'll be interesting to see how it pans out. But uh, really, end of the day, don't want Goldberg walking out of Maine with that. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I think next match, we just move one up the list here, is the Universal Championship match. Uh, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman. No surprise there. 
versus Kevin Owens in a last man standing match. Ah, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> um, obviously, originally meant to be Adam Pearce, but yeah. he, I don't know, hurt his back or something. Whatever the storyline is, got card subject to change. Yeah, right. So they're, they're playing up that he has this career-ending injury and he can't physically compete ever again. But Roman Reigns, being the dick that he is, forced this to happen and card subjects change, and that's how we got Kevin Owens. I understand it. It's, it's a case of they're getting one up on Roman because Roman's been this dick for so long and now they're getting back at Roman. Yeah, exactly. It. And I mean, you know, he's got Paul Heyman with him, so storyline-wise, it's never going to be as clear as day what's going on. I think, you know, when you've got Paul Heyman in your corner, you're usually protected from certain annoyances. Yeah, so this is this is another one where it's just... I'm more interested in the match. I'm more interested in how it plays out. But this one, I'm less interested in the winner because I don't see Roman losing. Not until at least Mania. And I, I don't see Miz cashing in on that. No, no, that's the thing. So, like, this will be a fun car wreck. It'll just be a big crash course, half an hour long match, where Roman eventually does something stupid, he cheats, he does a dog move, and he wins. That's the only that's the way I see that playing out. Yeah, there'll be some interferences by uh Jay, no doubt. By not Jimmy. By not Jimmy. Um don't say that, he'll be <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um there'll be some interference, it'll catch Kevin off guard, you know. Someone will go through an announce table. They've already clearly shown that that's probably gonna happen. I mean, that's just like a, a staple of the last man standing match at this point, right? That's a, a staple of Kevin Owen matches at this point. <laughs> that's also true. Poor John Cena. Poor John Cena. What, he put Shane through one at some point? Oh, yeah, that too. Um, he jumped off the WrestleMania sign. Although, right, I saw that they announced Mania's going to be back at Tampa Bay and Kevin Owens put off a picture of the pirate ship again because he wanted to jump off it. I was like, oh, God, we're back here again. <laughs> yeah, please, please don't. Okay, you've done it once. Please don't. <laughs> But um, yeah, this is the direct opposite of Drew and Goldberg. I only see Roman winning. There's no other way that it ends. But with that match, I don't care about how it plays out, just who wins. This one, I don't care who wins. I just want to see how it plays out. Yeah, that's it. It'll be a, it will definitely be one of those, it's a setup match. Yeah, so I, I think this is the, uh, the end of the rivalry. And this is why I said before, comes back to what I was talking about with the Goldberg-Drew match, about how do we get to Mania. And I said, because he's going, at the time I thought he was fighting out of Pierce. It's because still work, because he, he beat up Pierce on SmackDown this week. But it's like, Roman beats Kevin Owens, and then they do, hey, the Elimination Chamber's up next. And because Roman's been such an asshole, he's going to be doing the Chamber against all the people he screwed over during his time as champion. So it'll be like, it'll be Roman, Otis, Shinsuke Nakamura, Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, uh, Big E, and someone else. Let's just say Jey Uso. It's like, that's, there's your elimination chamber. Like, Roman starts the chamber, and he's going to fight everybody. And it's for the universal title. Like, that's where I see that going. No, I can definitely see that one, uh, that panning out that way. This year, just looking ahead at the elimination chamber, I don't see them doing what they did, I feel like, it was last year, where it was all for number one contender spots. So that's actually what I was saying about the... Because they usually, they like to do men and women this now. Like, one guy's one girl's. Yeah, exactly. And so if Roman's going to do that, that means Drew can't be in the chamber. We might do the Miz Drew thing we mentioned before, but to me, that means Raw's got to win the win the Royal Rumble. Like they have to win the Rumble if Roman's going to do the chamber. No, for sure there. So it's just yeah, I don't I don't see any other way this plays out. Afterwards, it's interesting. I don't know where they'll go. I think the Elimination Chamber will be where they go. 
But yeah, the Rumble match is just Roman wins. Lol. That's the only way to say it. Yep, that, I'm feeling it. I don't. I just don't see the end of this Roman match just yet. Like this Roman. Yeah. His run. Yeah. I don't see the end of it coming up. Hey guys, sorry about the break in the action just there. Our recording bot that we used to give multiple tracks in discord decided it was going to disconnect from the chat and we only noticed after we lost about 25 minutes of a actual recording so there is a bit of a jump here basically we just finished off the roman reigns discussion and we were just getting ready to go into the actual rumble matches we did re-record the second half of the podcast it goes a little longer than we thought it would so I'm just going to tack that one on the end of this here. And hopefully it's not too jarring. We were pretty tired by this point. I think you could probably tell. Um, I was facing some microphone issues on my end. So hopefully the second half's a little easier to listen to now that I've worked with it. And thanks for sticking around. Anyway, um, so where were we? Uh, so we had recently talked about Drew and Goldberg, and then we uh, talked about Roman and Kerry. All right, so basically and took um, what we discussed is we feel Drew's going to most likely walk out of the Rumble still champion. Yeah, with an outside shot of the Miz, it's just like a That's it. Goldberg and then with the like Roman-Owens match, it's going to be a Roman win. We'll be leaving the Rumble as champion. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what crazy shenanigans they come up with to keep KO down. But yeah, it's just Roman. And then after that, no question probably there. going to be a uh, Roman elimination chamber for the boys that he's messed with. Yeah, like Shinsuke, Brian, Owens. Uh, Put Adam Pierce like in there too. Bunch of people. Why not? Anyway, Why not? <laughs> so then we move on. We've now got Women's Royal Rumble. Now we've got 12 entrants announced. At the moment, we've got 12. I've got, what, 5, yep. 8, so we've got 12, 12 on this so we've picture got here as well. Nia Jax, Charlotte, Bianca Belair, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Peyton Royce, Alexa Bliss, Shayna Blazer. Oh, fucking trip. Blazer. That's just Shayna Blazer. Blazer. Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, and Tamina. Um, yeah. This is... Run, mm, running a little light on entrance right? here. Not even half entrance announced. That's true. Um, We're not even halfway. <laughs> I actually saw someone comment the other day, and it was like, "Oh man, why do they announce people? Like, I want to be, uh, you know, all all surprise entrance." And I was like, "But if you don't have anyone there, you're like you're not expecting. Like, oh man, here comes uh, Shayna Baszler. When's Nia gonna enter? When's Charlotte coming in? Like, that's what that's meant to generate, not just oh, here comes number eighteen. Oh, I wonder who this is. I yeah, don't know exactly. Who, who else like, got if left? You know who's coming in." It then brings the question, when are they coming? Which is more exciting when yeah. you know someone, like, you know, you get down to the last, like, two people and you know only one of them. You know, it's like when they would announce John Cena exactly. was in a rumble. Where we're in the like... final five and we haven't seen John Cena yet. I think it was, like, the 2017 one, the one Rand- the second one Randy won. And it was uh, all the entrants and our people had all of them had come in and it was number 30 and everyone got excited. I was like, oh my God, who could be number 30? Like that created so much more interest because yeah, all the announced it. guys had already come through. And then it was Roman and then, well, we know what happened so with yeah, that reaction. There's, uh, there's, <laughs> this is a hard one. I honestly think that I can't see from what we know, there are too many options for who's... All right, so 
I saw this morning Natalia made a comment about surviving the longest in a rumble. Obviously, she's never won it, but she is the Iron Woman. So I was like, okay, well, I can safely assume Natalia's going to be in. I can also safely assume Natalia's going to be towards the start. I'll assume she's number two. My honest thought is number one's probably going to be Bianca Belair because the EST yep. stuff, they're going to have her run the whole gauntlet. I reckon even though she's going to do that, I don't think Bianca is winning. She is a very strong favorite, but if I she's can see her getting it, eliminated um, off some shitbaggery would be my would be my guess. It'll be like a you think she's gonna win. She's made it so far, and then she'll end up getting you know double teamed or something. At like you know, or, or she'll go over the top yeah, rope and then so get like, pulled if off I'm going by someone it. who's already eliminated. Can, isn't that by Bailey's basically? Go-to? Exactly, but it's like. So if I go through them from top to bottom here on my picture, it's like Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, as well as Liv Morgan, Ruby Wright, and Tamina. You just roll all of them out. Two of them are teams that are going to go for the women's tag titles. The other is Tamina. I, I agree just, with you there. I don't, I don't see them doing too much with Tamina. I mean, I don't see them ever really have done too much with Nina Run for. Yeah, it's just like a, they're just bodies. Hey, do they're you want to be fill a number? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty accurate. I don't mean to be mean, but it's like it's pretty clear you guys are That's just it. there you, to you know, fill in the numbers. You'll probably have some. Uh, you'll do some that, spots. That's your role. Like that's your role for this year. Exactly. Like there's nothing wrong with that. So that wasn't brings me to the next line, and I see two favorites and an outside chance. So on my picture, I've got Bianca Belair, which I mentioned is a favorite, but if she's starting, she's not winning. So I reckon she'll be number one. I've got Shayna Baszler who I picked last year to win. And I've got this half suspicion. So like the 2018 rumble happened and I said, Oscar's going to win. Oscar's going to win. She won. 2019 rolled around. I went, Charlotte's going to win hundred percent. And then Becky won. And then the next year I went, Shane is going to win. And Charlotte won. And I went, watch this. I guarantee I'll call someone and Shane will win this year. I'm always one year out each time. Just be like, <laughs> God damn it. I hate this goddamn program. But it's like, this is what I brought up with people is, Shayna became the number one contender to the title back in May last year. Story's been the whole time. Like, she lost the tag title match to Charlotte, and I think that's her only loss. Like, she barely loses. She's pre- Around Survivor Series, or maybe the month earlier, they really start pushing this person to the forefront. You need to see this person. But they keep it in the mid-card, so it doesn't look like that they're going to do anything. It's just, oh, we're going to do something with this person in the future. And Shane has always been there. So my thought is Shane is probably going to win, but I'm not picking her. And then that brings me to the last person who's the outside chance who only came into this, this past Raw, which is Alexa Bliss. And I'm like, I don't think Alexa will win, right? I think I saw a comment and I very much agree with it where it's Alexa will come out somewhere in the 20s, second half of the Rumble, and then Randy Orton will appear, which will distract her. And that's how Alexa gets eliminated. Let's say <laughs> who Charlotte. Cares who who eliminates It doesn't matter, but it's just Alexa gets eliminated because of Randy Orton. And that's going to play into the, the men's rumble later happened. on. Yeah, but it's just like, she does have an outside chance because she did dominate Oscar this past week on Raw. She's got the whole thing with Bray Wyatt and The Fiend. She's very clearly the top of the card. But I don't think I don't see it no, happening. I think you, I think this, you're definitely yeah. right there. I think she's playing way too much of a uh, you know that extra third character in the Fiend and Randy Orton storyline. There, 
that I don't think we yeah. are away from that to then chase after a championship for Mania is going to, uh, you know, improve the story that she's already a part of. I think that's going to pull her away exactly. from that. And it's like, well, now that she's meant to be like this thing of, you know, no, you're one and one with the fiend. That's what you are. Exactly. I saw a theory the other day where it's like the fiend is now in Alexa and then Bray Wyatt's going to come back as, you know, regular Bray Wyatt because the fiend is in Alexa. I was like, that would be kind of cool. I don't think that's where they'll go, but that'd be kind of cool because they have shown that the old Bray Wyatt's still there. Yeah, that's it. Back with the Braun Strowman feud. Um, and then that brings me to the bottom line where, again, no offense to you, Peyton Royce, <laughs> just a number this year. That's all you're there for. Then we got Bailey, where I don't think she's going to win. I don't think she's even got an outside chance. I reckon she gets eliminated by Bianca and then she costs Bianca her. No, I can see that happening. I can bitch. see, you know, Bailey grabbing a hold of the hair and pulling her out by her hair up and over the top rope. Because I. I Exactly, and then it's gonna be like it'll be Bailey and Bianca at the chamber. No, I, win a I, I Sasha at Mania. That. I mean, yeah, keeping Bailey and Sasha together, I think, is just kind of what's gonna happen. Yeah, and then that brings me to the last two here, which is Nia Jax and Charlotte. Charlotte won last year, so if she wins, a she's two time, and b it's the first back to back winner since Stone Cold. Extremely unlikely it's gonna happen extremely unlikely. I reckon she'll eliminate Lacey. She might eliminate Peyton. She'll do really dominant performance. And then the overwhelming numbers of Nia and Shayna will eliminate Charlotte. And that brings me to Nia Jax, who I think is basically going to be the Brock Lesnar, like what we talked about earlier, where Brock dominated last year's Rumble. I think that's what Nia is doing this year. She's gone dominated. She's definitely been built better this year leading into the Rumble than she had really ever previously built up. Like, I feel like Past Rumble, she's yeah. been in. She's been built closer to like a. How could anyone lift Nia exactly. Jax over the top rope? Oh, There's no way. So it's like this time, it's like yeah. Yeah, she's dominant. Like she comes to the ring. Yeah, she's just been beating up, beating up everyone, throwing them out, and just you know, I mean, Lana firsthand knows full well. It's like yeah. no, you're in the ring with Nia Jax. You get beat up, you get thrown to the side, and then she moves on. Like how many you get weeks in a row? Through a table. <laughs> All the way up I to Survivor Series. Ten, I think. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, my my outside pick is Nia Jax, right? Because they've built her up so much. It's like they had they've had this, I guess, rhythm recently in the last sort of ten months to a year, where it's if we tell you this is happening, it happened. So like they had Randy Orton say, "I guarantee you, I'll become champion." He became the champion, and then you had the Miz saying, "I guarantee you, I'll win Money in the Bank." You got the money in the bank. And you had like uh, Seth Rollins saying that he was going to ruin the Mysterio family. Rara. And then they had the eye for the eye match. Like they have told us every single time, this is what is exactly going to happen. And then they end up doing that exact thing. So my thought is, it's between Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, who's winning here. And the winner will get the title match. I'm not saying against the other, but what I do think is what you brought up before is what's going to come into play. And it's Lana. So I don't think Lana's going to win. I would like her to win because I put money down on her when she was $800 to win. So I'll be in the money if she wins. But my genuine thought is Shayna and Nia are going to destroy Lana. Then they'll dominate the Rumble, dominate the Rumble, dominate the Rumble. Bianca will throw out Bailey. Bianca will throw out Nia. I'm uh, sorry, Shayna. And then Bailey will come back in and throw out Bianca. Nia Jackson thinks she's won. Lana comes up. Oh my God, Lana. We do the Santino Morella thing. 
the a few years ago. But unfortunately, Nia Jax just straight up win. No, she I, just deals I can definitely throws say that. I, uh, looking at the picture and going through the faces, going through the list that we've been given, um, I'm feeling more confident that we're not going to have a surprise winner. I don't think we're going to have someone who's not yeah. been announced by Royal Rumble Day to win, um, just because I can't think of anyone that they could really surprise us with who would come back to win. Well, the only person I, I mentioned when we were talking earlier, like the only person I've heard of, which I was like, maybe, was Rhea Ripley. But then I was like, if Rhea wins, the only person she can, the only person she can fight is Charlotte. So Charlotte would have to take the title off Oscar in order to get to there. So I, I do believe Rhea will turn up, but I think Rhea will either eliminate Charlotte or vice versa, and that's that's just what that yeah, will be. Yeah, exactly. It'll be the callback right. to I mean, last like, year. The, the story's already written there. We know that at some point, Charlotte will go after a world title for herself. She'll go after that single title. Yeah. They're, they've already they're already established where, like, Charlotte was going to go, oh, you know, you want to fight me? Right, right. And I, I thought it'd be Oscar and Charlotte for the title at the Rumble, and then the Rumble match would be, you know, just whoever's left over. But obviously Charlotte's already in the Rumble, so that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's just the only surprise entrance with outside chances, Rhea Ripley, because it's Rhea, and Lana, because it's hilarious. But outside of that, it's like, to me, it's between Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, or Bianca Belair. Uh, I, I, one of those three. Unless they, win. like, throw us for a loop and start throwing in names, you know, next week. Oh, my God. Billy Kay for Rumble that's win. It. We're going we're gonna to have the reunion <laughs> of the Iconics. And then oh, Billy Kay's going to throw Peyton Have you seen how angsty she is now? <laughs> yeah, oh, I just, with the I, whole right squad thing. <laughs> I think, again, but, that's know, hilarious. Might get a little bit of a uh, reunion. Although, I, did they ever really have tag team moves together? <laughs> sure, Sure, they not? can do one. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> one they can do, but they can do one. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I'm I'm tossing up between three or four people, but if I was pushed for an answer, I'd probably put no, my money on Nia Jax right now. Um, personally, I'm seeing it more Shayna this year. That's what I was saying. It's like <laughs> if I pick Nia, I mean, Shayna. On, honestly, <laughs> looking at the faces, it's like Nia has the size, but I think if it came down to it, Shayna would betray her first. Shayna would. Yeah, yeah. Well, they uh, they address that on Raw, where it's like Shayna basically turned around and said she's going to win the Rumble and it doesn't matter if she goes to Charlotte, Bailey, or Nia. And Nia was like, uh, came up behind her and was like, really? That's how it's going to be, is it? So I was like, they've already sown the seeds of that. I love a how everyone is so surprised when they hear that their tag team partner would eliminate them in a every man for himself for the <laughs> title shot. Every year as well. Every year. It's like, how dare every you do year that? They do it's this. like, you then have teams like the New Day. They don't really ever go after each other, but they're also okay if they get eliminated. Yeah. And like this is what I brought up with someone where it was just the thing I've always loved about this Nia Jax Shayna Baszler team is what they've always admitted is they don't like each other. They're not friends, but they work towards a common goal to be the tag champs. It's a team built out of basically just wanting to win. Like there's you don't need anything else more than that. So like if they were to betray each other, it's not no, out of character for them to right do that. Um... I think it's going to be interesting how it pans out, and if more people do get announced, that'll um might change up my opinion. But I think just looking at like the history of fair. what they've given us and how many new announcements we've had every week, it's like 
Well, until this week, we had like yeah, one I was going to say like week. <laughs> week that we've just had. We had three on Raw and three on SmackDown for the uh, announcements for the Women's Rumble. But before that, we were lucky to get. We had I think four one week. The one before that, we had two one week. So they're obviously really starting to throw people yeah. in really quickly. So I was like, the, the easy ways to look at it is like you easily got Lacey Evans because Peyton's in there and Lacey's feuding with Charlotte. So she'll be in the Rumble. That's no question. Um, and then you've also got like Natalia's talking about how she's lasted so long. So Natalia will be thrown in there. There's another name. Um, then we've got the, we can't guarantee Rhea's going to be in it. We've got the rumors there. So we could throw that name there. Like that puts us at 15. And then after that, it's like, if I'm already struggling to try and think of people, then it's not going to be anyone who hasn't been yeah exactly yeah, who's like, here, who's i don't think your surprise entries will i mean like when cena returned at number 30 that's actually the first one i thought about was i was like i think that was the last one but at the same time he was a surprise because he was not meant to be recovered by then yeah that's <laughs> because it. he's not human he, he went because to the chop shop and went hey yo i need a new neck and everything else i, I got you when, fam i got you fam I'm not convinced yet <laughs> that he isn't from the. But um, other That's than that, like, you surprise entries don't win. I mean, I think that it's like technically Becky was quote unquote surprise entry because she wasn't meant to be in it, but it was like it's still Becky Lynch. Like that's just you kind of maybe thought that was there as a possibility, and then you had like um. For instance, I think someone said Edge was the last surprise winner in 2010. I was like, yeah, but if you like, you look at the injury timeline, like it kind of makes yeah, that's sense. It. If that's they were going to let him come back, back as soon as he was cleared, it would have been the Royal Rumble. Yeah, so it's just there's a lot of not a lot of surprise wins. There's a lot of surprise entries. Uh, actually, I think the last one was Triple H when he won the world title, which again we all kind yeah, of yeah, that was the one Roman where was the title win. was on the line and Roman had to go from like first to last. Yeah, and I was like, again, like, we, yeah, okay, we assumed Roman was going to win and go back to back, but it was just like, it wasn't out of the question Trips was going to be in it to begin with. So, again, that wasn't exactly a surprise. Because he didn't want Roman winning. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, this is just what the story called for, like, for Triple H or someone of that level to be in the match to to try and stop Roman. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think, I think, uh, Nia Jax will win. If I'm going to pick a number for Nia, I reckon probably entry 26 Thinking? will be where I she I think if out. Nia comes right out that late, we'll have Shayna entering a lot earlier. Yeah, yeah. I think Shayna will be like probably 12 or 13. Like she'll be right at the start and Nia will be right at the end. So then like the whole Rumble match is just Shayna. As long as the Rumble Bianca matches, uh, they, they keep improving. Because I remember I watched the first Women's Rumble and it was a lot of rolling out under the bottom rope. Yeah, like the first one was like a, okay, that was fine because like it's your first time ever, I get it, but it was just, ne- don't do that level ever again. Like that's going to be the worst by default because it was we'll your first you pass, one, but we'll let it go. Let's not out under the bottom rope anymore. It's very rare to see that happen. And then, and then the next one, it was like, it was much better, but it still was like, okay, until Becky came in. And then the one after that was really high quality. So I was like, Last year was really good compared That's to the other it. two, so which were okay. It'll be, it'll, be, it'll be a good one, I think. And I think there's the spattering of names that we see here. We've got a, yeah. a good mixture of, um, you know. Yeah, we've got... Good girls, bad people girls. People who can go small, a long, athletic. Like, a long distance. 
sprint, whereas there are other will be explosive but yeah. short runs. So I think it'll um definitely yeah. be an interesting one. And the thing with the rumble as well is you have so many so many people in it. You're always going to have people that work well together. Yeah. So like my I'll I'll just say the reason I think Naya will win. It's either Naya or Shayna, as I said to me, because it's pretty clear they've kept Sasha and Bianca away from each other this long because they want them to fight. That's their mania match. So there's no need for Bianca to win the Rumble if we already know that. The reason I think Nia or Shayna will win is because then they'll do the Chamber because Roman will get one side, the Royal Women will get the other for the title to face, for instance, Nia, and Shayna Baszler will pick up the title in the Chamber. And then that's when Lana has obviously come back and they're bullying Lana and Shayna, in her infinite wisdom, puts the title on the line against (laughs) Lana and Lana flukes a win. So then at Mania, it's Lana as the champ against Shayna and Nia in a triple threat. They'll and that wraps up Lana. that whole thing. No, and it'll, 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 really, it'll be Shayna versus Nia with Lana added. Yeah, basically. Because it's like they've been, they've been building this since like Backlash last year. Like at some That's point, it. we've, we've seen got to Shayna and Nia. matches that have gone very similar to where it's like that third person is just kind of there and, to take people's finishes and then roll away <laughs> well we got it we had it with the the daniel bryan big win at mania where it was just it was basically batista and randy because brian fought trips earlier in the show until he, he came was, back he was still come back in the win. from that like before that wasn't he as well so exactly so yeah i i think naya will win and Shayna will get the title and then she'll lose it to lana and invoke the rematch to give us that's, lana Shayna, naya and that's mania. definitely sounding that's what like I think they're they gonna are go legitimate um i think so until we really know more about that one (laughs) all right yeah so that brings us to the other side now now online i'm being shown that we know 12 but according to a graphic that i'm assuming may have been released officially (laughs) could be an unofficial graphic that just got put up online although it does well, no, they, like they had this exact picture on SmackDown. Like this was the so picture they used for SmackDown. They're missing SmackDown. an entrance, which is an interesting one for them to miss. Being how important this, you know, how important the entrance would be. Well, apparently, according to the betting odds, yeah, he's the so, third favorite to win. So <laughs> we'll go like, through them. Not and then we'll just add the thirteen one on the end there. But so for the men, we've got Daniel Bryan, who was the first to put his name in the hat. Then on Christmas, on Christmas, Christmas Day. Um, we've got Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Otis, The Miz, Jay Uso, don't don't mistake him for Jimmy, Cesaro, Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura, and then Big E. Yeah, for some reason Big for E is not For some reason apparently Big announced. E has not been placed on the official list, but he appears in the graphics and he has betting odds. Yeah, so like I, was, I, I look at the betting odds every day because like it gives you a good idea about who the general public think is going to win. They've got Daniel Bryan down as the favorite, and I'm like, well, you can't argue that. Like he's got a really strong contention this year. Like it's almost That's as strong his, as 2014. Uh, that the story the around him entering is that he's pretty much done it all. The one thing he's missing is yeah. he wants to win the Rumble. And it also like that also ties into the Roman Reigns thing because it was like the Rumble that he missed, Batista won, and Roman was last out. And then the next one he was in, he was out early, and Roman won it. So it's like the story's there to go fight Plus, Roman Reigns. Every over this Rumble whole issue. that has been kind of ruined by the fans not being happy with the outcome has usually been because not there. I, oh, he's actually, 
funny enough, I brought this exact thing up because they were building up like Brian was fighting Uso and they were keeping him away from Roman. And I was like, are they going to do Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns at the Rumble? Is this what their plan is every year? Just so then the Rumble doesn't get ruined, Brian just gets the world <laughs> title match every year at the yeah, Rumble. Yeah, so people are like, oh, Daniel Bryan's <laughs> going to be coming out, and then he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, 2014 all uh, over again. <laughs> We're going to oh, boo Rain Fury out of the building Maybe that's why Ray's not going to get announced. <laughs> yeah, so then we had... um. Now, I did have Bobby Lashley as an outside chance as well when it was first announced because, like, I was like, okay, it's Bobby Lashley. He won't be in. I like, he won't win, whatever. And then as the weeks have gone on and I've thought about it, I'm like, well, it's not like he's doing anything. He has been built up really strong. He hasn't lost since the Drew McIntyre match. Like, he's got a really strong contention here to win. But then I look at it, if Lashley was to win, who does he fight? And that's where I draw the blanks. That's why I'm like, He's got a really strong chance, but just I don't see who he faces if he was yeah, to win. Yeah, exactly that's exactly it. And then taking into is. account as well, obviously, he is the US champion. He's part of the Hurt business. He's got his thing with exactly. Riddle. Exactly. Yeah, I, mean, I thought, like, again, this goes into some of the other matches we were talking about earlier. I was like, I would have thought they'd do Matt Riddle and Bobby Lashley on the Rumble show, like, that would be the opener, and then they'd both pull double nah, duty and be in the well. Rumble like, later. Taking into consideration that, what, last week or the week before, we had guys doing double or in Keith Lee's um, case, triple duty. <laughs> like, it's That's possible true. that they do have people working double duty at the Rumble. That is that is true. It's like, so, for instance, we also got, like, I'll just throw things out here, like, Jeff Hardy, he's just a body. Dolph Ziggler, he's just a body. As much as I love him, The Miz and Otis, they're both just bodies for this year's Rumble. None of them have a chance at winning this year's Rumble. Now, the interesting one to me right now, he's not winning, but I found it really curious that Cesaro suddenly started getting a mini push. And they're referencing, oh, you know, he won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal and he's feuding with Daniel Bryan, rah, rah, rah. And I was like, I'm sure he's just a guy to have a Bryan story and get eliminated by Bryan. But it's so interesting that suddenly now, yeah, all of a sudden, hey, by the way, up. he's getting a push. Yeah, yeah it's just so weird. Shinsuke, I was like, okay, going through, and Sammy gets and Corbin came out. I was like, that's really weird. And I'm watching this match, and I'm watching go, and Shinsuke beats Corbin. I'm just like, I'm so confused. Like, why now, of all times, would we be pushing Shinsuke? Like, no, he's not winning, rah, rah. Daniel Bryan comes out. I was like, here we go. Bryan's going to eliminate him. It'll be Bryan and Adam Pearce. You could do worse. Who cares? Blah, blah, blah. They do this fantastic match, and it reaches the end, and Shinsuke wins again. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, goddamn, I'd be lying if I said I didn't want Shinsuke to win. Holy crap, Shinsuke, please win. Like, I'm really invested now. And obviously, Roman being the dick that he is prevented that. But it's just like, it's very interesting how... They just pulled the exact same Kofi Kingston story out for Shinsuke, and instantly he's over as a babyface again. I've seen Shinsuke's odds crash. Like, I think two weeks ago before that match happened, he was $100 to win. And then that match happened, and he came down to $50. I was like, okay, that's cool. Interesting. And the next week after that, he faced Jey Uso, and he came down to $20. I was like, hold on a second. And this week happened, and now he's down to $10. And I'm like, Shinsuke's not winning. He would be two-time, but... You know, part of me thinks maybe, right? The only maybe. thing that I'd ever really be concerned about Shinsuke coming through with the win is the face. Well, I'd assume Roman, because I Roman kind of dicked him over before. 
But that's why I brought up about the chamber, where it's like, if he fights all the guys he's fucked over, that brings us to a Raw star. So, like, that rules out Shinsuke, that rules out Jey Uso, uh, that rules out uh, basically yeah, Daniel Bryan, uh, who's a favorite. No, there's... I think that the men's rumble has probably a few more faces that I could see pulling out the win. Um. So this actually last week, I've seen people claim and claims because this is where it brought up. So Daniel Bryan was, is the odds on favorite to win. Second place is Keith Lee who hasn't been announced, but like, he's been, he was the number one until Christmas day from last year to Christmas day. Keith Lee was, he's going to win the rumble. That hasn't, he's come down a bit now. He hasn't been announced yet. We don't know. We can only assume. But it was the interesting thing of third place was Big E. And it was just like, why Big E? He wouldn't get pushed. No. Rah, rah, rah. So he did the feud with Sheamus and he's sitting there. He comes up second place, second favorite. And I was like, look, I don't think it'll be Big E. It may be, but I just don't see it. And then Night of Champions happened. And then Hell in a Cell happened. And the Survivor Series happened. And I just turned around to everyone. And I went, look, at this point, if Big E was winning, he'd be built up by now. They always do it at this point. It's not going to be Big E. I'm sorry, guys. Big E's not winning. And something caught my eye. And I was why I was really concerned about SmackDown yesterday. Because Big E won the Intercontinental title. He faced Apollo Crews. He beat Apollo Crews. All these things happened. And then the next week, which was last week, Apollo Crews was with Roman Reigns. And I just went, Apollo Crews has a title match with Big E. And he's now with Roman. If Crews wins the title because of Roman's interference, that gives Big E a lot of reason to win the Rumble. Then what ended up happening was uh, Sami Zayn got involved because he's a dick and he cost Apollo Crews the match. And I went, okay, well, that just solidified to me Biggie's not winning it. But it was like, it was right there. Like, he might end up in the chamber. He might end up with the Mania match. But because he didn't lose the title, I don't I see Biggie winning it now. I don't see them wanting to push someone who's already got a title only because that exactly. leads to they either have to drop it between now and Mania or then and Mania. Or they're going to go into Mania and be exactly. competing for a world title while still carrying. Yeah, so I understand the whole thing with the Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan, but like that was a product of that era. I don't think they'll ever want to go and Especially do that considering sort of thing that again. I feel like doing those dual title like runs kind of belittles second title. Well, we've had it all this time since Becky won both titles, right? Because Becky won both titles, and it was all about the Raw title, and, oh, well, the SmackDown title's there. And she lost it, and then Bailey picked it up. Like, cool. And then Bailey got two titles, and she just, and Sasha, because they held all the gold, and it was like, yeah, it's all about the, you know, the singles titles, and, and well, the tag titles yeah, that's kind of there, together, you know, whatever. But... And then again, it's happening, yeah, it's happening now with Oscar, where she's got both titles, and it's like, yay, Raw title, and, oh, well, yeah, the tag titles are also there. It's like, the problem with dual champion is, and you unless you're going to have matches like you did at Night of Champions between like when Seth went up against Cena and then Sting, you're going to have two exactly. matches that should be championship quality matches, but it's going to be the same person working them. Um, yeah, one of them's got to get screwed because the guy's going to be like Seth's going to be so tired. And I mean, like, when they the did the earlier, as well, I still remember it's like John John won, Cena wins, got the US title. Yeah. I don't, and, and then Seth Sting retained. comes out for the world title, and then Seth retained, and it was like, and I was like, no offense to you, and I understand why, because Seth couldn't really have lost the world title, but that kind of made Sting look really stupid because he the chance was right like, there. Seth had just lost, win. like just lost. The fact that he got a second win and was able to not only yeah. hold his own against Sting for like what felt like fifteen twenty minutes plus, but that was then able to beat him. 
but was then able to beat him relatively it was clean, I think, too. I mean, as clean as not being able to feel your lower body, but... Yeah. Well, Sting got the neck injury, so Seth just, like, kind of half-ass rolled him up so he wouldn't get hurt further, and they just ended it there. But it was just like a, yeah, just... It's the problem with dual champions is one title always gets neglected. At this point in time. And you know what? I wouldn't even blame them for putting it in the mentality of we've just gone and had both, you know, both mid-card titles revamped. Exactly. It's just like Lashley. That's exactly it. Like Lashley's been dominating as the US champion. It's like he's the final boss of the mid card. He is the Brock Lesnar of the mid card. -card. Like that makes the US title super important. He basically is. And then you've got Big E as the Intercontinental champion. It's like Sami Zayn and AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy and Big E and Apollo Crews are all like, this is the most important thing in the world to me because Roman is being a bit of a dick. So, like, that's the most important title. So, like, these two mid-card titles feel super important. Like, they're the highest they've been in a long time. Do you really want to drop that to give them the world title as well? Um, that also, with that in mind as well, that also brings me to Miz, and that rules him out because he's got briefcase. He doesn't need the Rumble win. And that, I, when, I saw Miz, when I saw Miz get announced, I was like, but why, though? It's something they why haven't done, but something I don't think they ever really need to do is, say Miz wins the Rumble. You've got a guaranteed title match at Mania. Well, it was like with Edge when Edge first won the briefcase, and I was like, they clearly had no idea what do we do with this and rah 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 and all this, and they had no plans for it. And I was like, Edge would win tournaments for the number one contendership. It's like, but he's got the briefcase for the title. Why is he winning tournaments and winning battle royals for these contendership matches when he's already the number one contender with the briefcase? Number one contender pending when he wants to be. So it's like the Miz already has that. Does he need to win the Rumble? No, not really. It'd be smarter for him to not even want to enter it because of. Exactly. Just pass it off to palm it off yeah, to John Morrison. I don't want to hey, be in this because spot, I need cares. to make sure I'm a hundred percent. And especially like if if they run Miz in, uh, the Royal Rumble before Goldberg and Drew, like why would Miz want to be in the Rumble when unless he's that's going to happen be afterwards? A sneaky hornswoggle and get eliminated and crawl under the ring while no one's watching. Oh. So he can like That'll cash in out of nowhere from under the ring. <laughs> But um, so that rules him out. And that brings me down to the last two people on, on the picture here. I still haven't reached my eventual who I think is winning. But it brings me to AJ Styles and Randy Orton. AJ, I think, has a chance. Not a good chance, but he has a chance. Randy, I'll address first because it's the instant thing where I turn around and go, Randy Orton's not winning. If he wins, he's a three-time Royal Rumble winner. It's just not happening. They're not going to do that again. But this is why I brought up, like, the Women's Rumble will happen earlier, and the, le- the whole Alexa thing will turn up, and then Randy will come out, and blah, blah, and Alexa gets eliminated. What I said was, a lot of people are saying, Bray Wyatt might win, Bray Wyatt might win. I'm like, I don't see Bray winning either, because who does he fight? That's what you got to keep thinking, it was beyond that when we get to Mania. Who's this guy fighting? So what I think is they're actually going to do a Kane-Undertaker thing, if you remember from the 2004 Royal Rumble, where Kane had murdered the Undertaker, and then he's in the Rumble, and he's dominating and everything, and then countdown happens and that's the undertaker oh my god and kane's freaking out and he's like no i killed him he's dead why is he here undertaker doesn't turn up kane gets eliminated that's what i think they're going to do with randy like the the fiend musical hit and randy will be like i i burnt him alive i murdered him he shouldn't be here bray white doesn't turn up randy gets eliminated anyone in the someone let's say shinsuke yeah like it doesn't matter but like that's how i see that playing out definitely see that going down the way it's uh I don't think Randy's in any position to need that push to Mania. 
He's already in a developed yeah. story. And he already he just won the world title a couple months ago. Like, do we really need to give him his fifteenth one? Yeah, let's not forget if we give quickly? him his fifteenth one, does that not tie him with John? Because John's not tied with Flair yet. No, no, the uh, the AJ right, no, win, t- the one over AJ put him at sixteen. But yeah, so it's like this is what people think is Randy's going to hit sixteen, and then we're going to do the Cena Randy match for seventeen. And I'm like, while that sounds fantastic, that sounds. Fantastic. Also, let's not forget not really Cena good, Randy is like because a match with Cena. Exactly. We've done that a lot. And let's not forget John Cena kind of technically got deleted by Bray Wyatt last year. So it's just, I don't see that playing out. Like the ship sailed it. on it's, that It's definitely something now where it's like, someone's going to pass Flair. It's going to happen. But it's going to be very yeah. hard to tell the story where it's Cena now. Because he's just going to have to show up one day. Yeah, because it's like we've moved on from Cena and we made Roman the face. We made Becky Lynch the face of the company and all that. We, we've moved on from Cena. Like, that, that ship sailed. It's over. No offense, guys, but it's gone. Randy might do it. Randy could still do it. But he's only, like, I think 40? Because you got to remember, he started when he was 20. So he was really he young got his first when he world started. title at, like, what? 21? I think it was... He got it in 2004. Yeah, I, was, I, think I want like to say 21. I want to feel like that's the like stat that? that keeps going around. Is he was a 21-year-old. That... He was already world champion. So, yeah, it's like he's still got plenty of time to get those last two world title reigns. So then that brings me to AJ, and that's where I'm just like, again, AJ's whole thing, like he's got an actual story for the Rumble where it's he had the match with Drew. He wasn't going to win because he was knocked out, and Miz came in and cashed in. AJ blames Miz for ruining that. So to get his fair rematch, he's going to win the Rumble and fight Drew at Mania. It's like, he's got a story. It's all nice and crafted. There it is. He's got a chance. I don't think it's a good chance, but he does have a chance because he has the and story he's and he's got the almost there. to the Royal Rumble. Exactly. So like that's what brings up that part where it's I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, why are they letting some in and not others? Because, you know, they're creating this hierarchy. And it's like, well, AJ addressed this himself, right? Where it was... AJ said, if you're a former Royal Rumble winner or a former world champion of any kind, you know, NXT, WWE, World Heavyweight, Universal, any of that stuff, you get a free entry. You can qualify. So that's why AJ's in. And if you haven't done either of those things, you've got to beat a former world champion or Rumble winner. So it's like Otis got in by beating Shinsuke. Cesaro got in by beating Daniel Bryan. Jey Uso got in because Roman's a dick. But it's just like, AJ's been purposely keeping guys like Drew Gulak and Ricochet out because you don't deserve to be in my Rumble. This is my year. If I'm winning winning a Rumble, I'm winning it against people I believe should be here. Yeah. So it's like, I don't think AJ will win, but I also look and go, well, I don't know who would throw AJ out as well. That's the thing. I was like, maybe it's Keith Lee, because Keith Lee's a former NXT champion. He gets entry in. So maybe it's Keith Lee who throws out AJ, but just, I don't think AJ's winning, but the more I look at it, I go, but who eliminates him? How does he go out? That does bring me to my actual winner, and this is where, again, we're we're sitting at 12 to 13 people at the moment. We're still missing half the field still in this one as well. And my personal winner, who is a former world champion, but I'm also skeptical because it's like, I look at it and go, this is the guy who has to win. I'm sorry, but like, this is who has to win. And I look at Seamus, 
because Drew McIntyre and Sheamus have been building their story since September, where they've been doing backstage conversations, they do tag matches, Sheamus won the Survivor Series, they did all this cool stuff in between, they did everything with The Miz and John Morrison and Keith Lee, and it's like, it's so clear they want to do this match. And it's a, it is, for lack of a better term, almost a dream match of Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. We never had it. It's clear that's where they want to go, but I'm like, does Sheamus win the Rumble to get there, though? Because that would make Sheamus a two-time Rumble winner. Yeah, I, I think so I up don't in know. the air still. I think if we had more names, it'd probably be something that's a bit more, you know, we'd be able to discuss in a bit yeah. more detail on just who could be coming out on top. And that could be the reason they're keeping the names as thin as they are. Yeah, like there's so many names you could win. Like compared to last year, it was like, oh, it's Drew McIntyre or I think Randy or it was Drew or Brock. Like one of them are winning. And the year before that, it was like, it's Drew McIntyre or Seth Rollins. One of them will win. Like usually you get to the point where it's like, we've whittled it down. It's between these three people. One of them is winning. And they always do. But now it's this year, it's like, They've intentionally kept it away from that, and they've intentionally kept everything so vague where it's like, I don't know, I've got 10 names you could win. Yeah, no, that, I, don't, I couldn't exactly, tell you who's winning. That's not even like we discussed earlier, but like we're not even taking into consideration that like there are men and women who are coming over from the company. Exactly. Like we had the thing about like Jay White for New Japan, he could turn up. You've got. I was going to say, you got guys like, you know, Seth Rollins or Edge. They could be returning. They could always win. Edge and Roman or Seth and Roman, that is still a money match. Like, you got guys from NXT like Damian Priest or Karrion Cross. And that's not they like, you know, be even taking into in. consideration. Valkyrie has just left Impact. Exactly. Taya Valkyrie is another one. It's like, Taya could win and John Morrison could win. And then Mar- Miz cashes in. Miz and Morrison and Taya and, well, well we got Oscar you right know, now. It's like, that could left, still like, work. Whether it's storyline or no she her contract has expired it's like she's off tv she's been written off tv she's been sent to prison you know according to impact impact loves killing people, impact. Putting people off TV <laughs> and not i remember when they killed off ali and i was like she was my favorite person so, you know, on they, they love Why writing would you do people this? off in dramatic ways um but they made a post on i want to say it was their twitter and it was saying that she's been transferred to a prison in like Jacksonville or Stanford or some other territory, and it's like that. that re- you know that that speaks for itself. What they're saying, yeah, it's, it's like, that's she it. is gone, gone, and she is signing yeah. with one of these other places. <laughs> I know, like, yeah, and it's just like because I know they expressed interest in getting Taya Valkyrie, but her contract still had a year on it, and Morrison's came up, and that's it. That's when so, Morrison um, went. You know, even in that regard, it's like she could still make an. Oh, you dropped your microphone. Yeah, so I, dropped my I microphone wondered what happened. Yeah, no. But I was like, I was about to say, like, um, Morrison's time came up and he talked with Miz and he talked with Ziggler and talked with a bunch of guys. And that's why Morrison came in. Morrison's fan, like, so lucky he did it when he did because he re signed. And then, like, a month later, COVID happened. It's like, oh, it's yeah, too late. Morrison's like, fine. Get rid of him. Now. So it's just like, there's so many ways they could still be going about this rumble. But, like, to me, I look at it and I go, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, that is the WWE Championship match. Who the hell does Roman Reigns face? Because, like, I've looked at it and looked at it and I'm just like, to me, there's only one person who could fight Roman and it's The Rock. But they're not going to get The Rock. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't see uh, that happening. The Rock's always a difficult one. He'll always show up when you're not thinking he will. Like, 
Yeah, so that's why I think they that's why I think they set up Daniel Bryan like as a backup of, in case we don't get the rock. Hey, here's Daniel Bryan. People still want to see Roman and Bryan. So I I think the final two this year will come down to Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan. That's where I see the last two going. And then it's just going to be like the whole 18 second WrestleMania 28 thing. Like that's the big callback to that. I can definitely. And it goes either way. Yeah. So it's just with the names we have on both rubbles, it's really hard to call because I've kept everything. That's it. Whether that's because they just don't want to go, oh, this is everyone that we're using, or if it's because they've got names that they definitely don't want to show. I mean, like, even to the point where I know exactly. it comes up every pay-per-view, every Royal Rumble, it always comes up. You've always got the people that are clamoring onto the, this is the, this is the, this is the show that Punk returns at. It's been how many? Oh, I mean, that still works as well. Like, CM, it, I'm not saying he would. I'm all, I gave up hope a long time ago, I'll put it that way. My hope was that pretty much dashed the moment that he was on the uh, Colt Cabana podcast, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's basically when I gave up. I, I, th- I think mine, my one was like they did. He walked out, and then they did the Chicago show, and then Heyman came out to Punk's music. And like to me, that was a bit strong case of he's yeah, he's not coming back. But oh, but maybe it's so unlikely. Maybe. And then the Colt Cabana thing happened later that year, and it's like it. yeah, no, like, it's, it's over. The only it's gone. thing it's that done. has ever been said about it for this Rumble that I'm like, it, it just feels so forced. You could even. Pull- any form of truth from it is he got asked on Twitter what his favorite Royal Rumble entry number would be. And he, uh, only, saw and he just wrote the number 13. 13, didn't say anything else about it. I mean, he answered the question. <laughs> I mean, he has he has a, the tattoo, that spiderweb tattoo so, on you his know, elbow, like, I think, that has that, 13. That's his answer, that's but it's has. like, I couldn't take away from that that that's him saying he's returning. He's answering a question of what your favorite number is. Yeah, that's it's like his favorite if number, he that's did return and he returned at thirteen, then I'm sure everyone would explode. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. It was like with um last year, so I made it a big point because I obviously being who we are as wrestling fans, you want to be in the know and rah rah. Like I remember reading like Samoa Joe's going to be in the Rumble, and then he wouldn't be, and it's like oh, you know, I guess I'm so excited. It's not here in rah rah. So last year. I intentionally stayed away from any and all reports about the Rumble. I've done it again this year. It's purposely, I don't want to know. Just what happens is what happens. And I remember last year, like, I found out afterwards that so many people were talking about, oh, you know, Edge is coming back and MVP is coming back and rah, rah. And I had no idea because I purposely stayed off those things. So MVP came out and I, I'm not even going to lie, <laughs> I marked out because I'm a major MVP fan from back in the day. I was like, oh my god, it's MVP. I don't care you got eliminated. Like, holy crap, that was cool. I'm glad I got to see that. And then Edge came back, and Edge is quite possibly my favorite wrestler of all time. And to see him back, and it's like, that wasn't just its own moment. It's like, that's something I'm not going to forget. It's my favorite thing that happened last year. So it's like, again, this year, it's I'm intentionally staying away from these things because I don't want to know. Like, that's the beauty of the Rumble is just countdown happens, cock happens. Oh, I think it'll be Shinsuke Nakamura. The time it happens, CM Punk comes out. Everyone's going to implore it. Yeah, like, exactly. Holy crap, yeah, you know who what? saw it's that coming? Like, the, the announced names that we have compared to the announced names that, or the names that we don't have or the people we can't even think of. I mean, like, it, you could almost say the same for the WrestleMania where Matt and Jeff came back. Exactly. Because it was like New Day came out and they're like, oh, who's it going to be? And like, they're all dressed in gear. It's like, okay, it's obviously going to be New Day. And that was something that and then the Hardy came back. at least for a few weeks, maybe even a month in advance to that WrestleMania, people were talking about, 
the Hardy Boys are coming back because, you know, they went and did their thing where they were going around collecting championships from a bunch of different, you know, um, bunch of different companies. All the promotions. All those promotions. And then they started and losing all the tag titles. And then it was the night before WrestleMania yeah. that they dropped, I, I want to say the Ring of Honor ones. Yeah, yeah, because they dropped into the box, the young and box, then and then the next up, day they and it was up. like, if, like, following all that news, it's like, you get to that last one, you go, they've lost the last titles that they had. This is where it was. Yeah, clearly. So they're going to make exactly their way to WrestleMania. But it's like, if you didn't follow that, you didn't know what was going on. I mean, like, if you were just solely all you watch is WWE and you do not read anything about any other promotion, you would have no idea. They leave WWE, yeah. they disappear off the face of the earth, and then they just show up one day. <laughs> I mean, hey, at least they didn't kill them off. Although I think now that Bray Wyatt's starting to kill people off in the funhouse, like, like maybe that's yeah. still a possibility. The way Impact deals with things, people getting hit by trains, people getting shot. Like Johnny Bravo I don't getting know. shot. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. And Ali getting yeah, her heart ripped it. up by like, Sue Young. And then even I think apparently Ethan Page had his heart ripped out by uh, on this uh the hard to kill show. I didn't watch it. I read that and I was like, we're still killing people. Are we? All right thought, then. Was, this pay per view was called Hard to Kill. Well, he wasn't that hard to kill. He just ripped his heart out. Like, no, I definitely think um, this will be a rumble that's going to have a lot of uh, surprises. I'm just hoping that they're a lot of good surprises and not like, oh, I didn't expect uh, fucking James Ellsworth to come back, but I'm not excited either. Uh, Hey, he just came back recently. Go Gilbert. 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 (laughs) Have we ever had Gilbert versus Goldberg? (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I mean, it might be a murder. (laughs) <laughs> hey, it's a, it's I don't a money think match, Goldberg could lift board. Goldberg, but <laughs> that would be that would be yeah, a you could call genuine sight to see. God, yeah. So my my opinions is for the women, I've got Nia as the winner, and my outs like my other backups because like I usually go here's my winner and here's my three backups. So that's my final four. So I've got Nia as the winner with Shayna, Bianca Belair, or Lana. But that's who I think on that side. On this side, on the men's, I've got Sheamus. And then my outside chances at the moment, I would have to say probably Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, and um, John Morrison. Just because while Miz has money in the bank, it's just so easy. Click yeah, well, that's Miz exactly and Morrison it. title match. So, yeah, that, that's what I'm looking at. I've got Sheamus down, but Bryan, AJ, or Jomo, that, no, they're my outside right chances. I mean, unless they can surprise us with another bit, huge name. I'm feeling like they're going to be the. And that pretty yeah, much exactly. brings us to the end of the Royal Rumble pay per view. I mean, we can speculate other matches that could happen. I mean, I'm sure there'll be a women's championship match thrown in there. Well, from what I've been watching, right, I, I think, I don't think they're going to do Lashley and Matt Riddle. Like, they hinted towards it, but I don't think they're going to do that because they did that recently. The only two matches I've seen, which could, oh, I guess three, because I just saw Big E's picture. So it's like Big E, Sami Zayn, and Apollo Crews, because I came from SmackDown. Uh, you got Charlotte and Oscar against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax for the women's tag. That'll probably be the pre-show if that happens. Um, and then you got potentially Sasha Banks and Carmella. Like, they're the only three I've seen that could happen. Everything else is just like, there's not really anything yeah, built up exactly enough to be on like, Even looking at it, it's like, I don't think the uh, finals of the Dusty Classic are going to line up with the Royal Rumble. So that'll happen on a takeover. No, no. So like that's 
Because I remember we talked about this recently where it was, okay, well, at the time it was Adam Pearce, but it's like, it's Roman Reigns and Adam Pearce and it's uh, Goldberg and Drew McIntyre. Well, if that's going to be the case, Goldberg's not going half an hour. He's barely going 10 minutes. So Goldberg had a lot of time there. An hour. And then you got... Exactly. But then you got Roman Reigns and Adam Pearce and it's like, well, that's not going to go that long. Maybe 10 minutes at best. Just get a bit of a thing out there. Give us some stuff for Adam Pearce. Cool. Thumbs up. But the Rumbles, like, they're just, they're an hour each, but they're not going to go forever. So we still need, like, a bunch of other things. So, like, you can fill in all these mid-card matches, like, you know, Intercontinental, US title, tag titles, all this stuff all throughout the show, and they can all have their extended time. The world title matches are just super short, two, three-minute bursts Yeah, that's done. it. Obviously, now that's with Kevin Owens taking Adam Pierce's place, I can see that match now going a bit longer. Yeah, like, that'll go probably, like, 20 minutes. But Goldberg and Drew, it's still going to be five-minute match. So it's like you still need something else to balance out the missing time from there, which I That's think you will know, be you're, you're have, It's going to be a Goldberg match. So it's, it's going to be a long entrance. Um, he's going to go kiss his son yeah. before the match. <laughs> Is his son going to take uh, his shirt know. off again? Maybe his son will be ripped like that. his dad this time. <laughs> oh, but, you know, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, Goldberg's entrance is going to take time. I mean, maybe they just put him in a dressing room further away from Gorilla. So he has a long way to walk. <laughs> They'll just take the door Goldberg, out. Goldberg, your dressing room is it an Applebee's down the road? <laughs> we'll have I'm a just police walking down the street. Um, yeah, see, like, I would like oh, to see no. them add to the match, but I know Goldberg doesn't do stipulation matches. Yeah, it's just. It's big guys hitting their big moves. It'll be like the Brock Lesnar Drew McIntyre match at Mania, where it's just F fives and Claymores. That's all this will be. Spears and Claymores, maybe a jackhammer if we're lucky. Will Drew McIntyre yeah. go for the future shock? <laughs> Drew McIntyre oh, goes for the jackhammer. Oh, <laughs> no, he'll be like, no, oh, you're, God, no. <laughs> I'm gonna sandbag you. Please, Goldberg, oh, don't please do no. that. And don't just don't do that. Like. The worst part is Drew will probably yeah, still lift it. you anyway, man. <laughs> Let's just have a good match where no one gets concussed. Don't try and spear Drew in the corner. And we'll, oh, God. No, so that that, that Undertaker match. match was oh, God. disgusting. Maybe later on we should do experience. one of these, but we'll just like react to just bad matches. That That's true. Just, we probably could my do God, that. God, I, I can't <laughs> believe it. Like I was already not looking forward to that show. I mean, I don't think anyone... I know, right? Hey, hey, that's one good thing about COVID. We're not getting more of those shows, at least. Are we going to? I mean, like, have they been paid for that show? Uh, The plane is broken. You say that, but we're surrounded. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... That's pretty much the the Royal Rumble. There's not anything else that they've announced... Honestly, I can't see any other matches other than the ones you've gone over that could even happen. I mean, they might. Uh, yeah. They'll throw a cruiserweight match, I suppose, in the pre-show. But like the cruiserweights yeah, matches maybe. in general, they've like pushed to the side. Well, I guess like Grand Metalik and Lindsay Dorado have been on NXT fighting Santos Escobar for the title, so like they might do well, that. Aren't they also That's like possibility. part of the Dusty Classic? I think they're also fighting Shelton and. Yeah, and they're also fighting Shelton and Cedric. Yeah, because they've they've advanced in the Dusty Classic, so they're now in the second round. 
depending on when they're doing yeah, all just, these, just like things. I assume no, they, they wouldn't get through the entire second round in a week, I don't think. That's a lot of tag team matches. No, I'm, I'm very doubtful. I mean, it's going to say you're going to have Teddy Long come out. But then I mean, someone's going to have to go one on one with the Undertaker. <laughs> I actually laughed at that, where it's like, I got the perfect plan for Miz and Morrison. They're going to face the Undertaker. And then Samoa Joe's like, yeah, let's do this. It's like, can't Joe, you need joke. to chill out. But no, like, I'm just looking at the bracket <laughs> for the Dusty Classic. And yeah, I can see some teams that will probably end up in the finals. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, all that's good. It. It's, we'll uh, see how it goes. We can do it. We can do one for because I think takeover is going to be. Yeah, I was going to say. I think it's only year. like two weeks after the rumble. Yeah, so it'll be like they'll have two NXTs. I think it might be Balor and Balor and Dunn, or Balor Dunn and Kyle O'Reilly, maybe something like that. And then, oh god, I know Gargano's been eliminated, so we'll probably do Gargano Kushida. Then we got the tag title. Oh, we'll probably do both Dusty Finals at the pay per view at the takeover instead. Now just save them yeah, time having it. to do other matches. Yeah, I'm just looking up at it now. There's no, uh, by the looks of it, there's nothing confirmed for that one. Yeah, so I think it's Ballard Dunn or Ballard Dunn O'Reilly, one of those two. We'll do Gargano Kushida, both Dusty Classic Finals, and probably Io Shirai, and I think she's fighting Mercedes Martinez, last I saw. It's either her or Tony Storm, I don't remember which. Yeah, so it's like they're, they're, there's a simple card for you. Yeah, right that's there it. I'm sure they'll have the takeover. finals of the classic, the Dusty Classic. So that'll be one match. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, kind of bad. I was about to, I was about to say, wait, who are the tag? But you knew more than I did. Then. <laughs> it's sad because it's like they're my favorite team on NXT, and I forgot they were the tag champs. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for not keeping up with it all, but there's just too much wrestling now. We'll end the show there. I think there is. Um, with that one, um, <laughs> thanks guys for tuning in and uh, listening to us just talk absolute good shit. Um, if you enjoyed, uh, subscribe and leave a review on the platform of your choosing. Um, if you download it and play it off of a CD or a cassette, more power to you. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll pay that. Yeah, if if you you've worked out a way set, to do like, that, man. you know what? Let us know. And um, I will clap. I will be anyway, curious. enjoy the rest of your day, guys, and uh, hopefully you can tune in with us next time. Bye. See you.